Next on BYU Sports Nation, the most important thing in every BYU football season. What tops your importance rankings? Riley Nelson and Brian Logan discuss. Plus, when will Eric Mika begin his NBA Summer League schedule? Don't forget the two Cougars in the top ten on the PGA Tour and Tom Homo making dreams come true. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Party's on the West Coast. BYU Sports Nation is live. You're welcome. (laughs) Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Friday, June 30th, wherever. And however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with a guy who once tried to give Shia LaBeouf a ride in his car. Or LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Whatever you want to say. LaBeouf uh, sounds like an onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia? Yeah. Like, for what animal, though? Oh, I don't want to get into what, but... <laughs> yeah. Is, it, is, it, is LaBeouf in the same category as Euclair? Euclair. <laughs> Euclair. Whatever A Wonderful city in, the, in Iowa. The Northwoods League. Yeah, Eau Claire. Yeah. <laughs> no, Eau Claire. Not Euclair. <laughs> We we have had some epic oh, language discussions on this show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What, what was uh oh Bacio Gaywall? Mm-hmm. Pass me the ball. Chinese for pass me the ball. That's pass all. me the dang ball, I believe yeah, is yeah, how that's the, the directly translated. That's all Jim that's all Jim Fredette needed. The other team makes a bucket and then that's when you say it because he doesn't need to pass it after that. Hey, BYU fans, your voice has been heard, recognized, and Tom Homo is doing something about it in in regard to the Lavelle Edwards patch. So who who is it? Uh, Russell Fam? fam? Yeah. Uh, Russell Nam Fam? Russ Nam Fam, fam on yeah. Twitter? Uh, said, hey, Tom Homel, you know, how many retweets to get this made or whatever? And Tom Homel said, hey, we're working on it. It's uh, a, a hat with the Lavelle patch. Yeah, a royal blue hat with the Lavelle Edwards patch that the BYU football team yes. is going to wear this year. I asked Kalani Stake on uh, BYU Sports Nation on BYU Football Media Day one week ago. Uh, if that patch would be made available to the fans. He didn't know at the time, but that would be cool. That would be cool. And now we put public pressure on the athletic <laughs> department to do so. Hey, Tom, he, he, he put it out there, right? He did put it out. We're That's just, true. We're just putting more attention like, on the fact that he did yes, that. Yes, th- this patch is too cool not to be distributed among everybody. You've called it the Lavelle Edwards merit badge. Yeah. It's pretty stinky. I think cool. we should make – well. Yeah, in the most respectful way. Absol- well, yeah, absolutely. I think we should have a BYU Sports Nation merit badge. Like, you do certain things, you get to earn the badge. And then after this year, no one will actually get it. <laughs> Wait, what? It's, it's all good. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. Yahoo Sports ranks BYU LSU. In Houston, as the 12th best non-conference game of 2017, at the end of that little excerpt on the game, it says, good luck with that, Cougars. Yeah, it's going to get real in early September. They're talking about the Houston Cougars since the game's in Houston. Mm, Eric Meek and the Miami Heat, that's a fun sentence, begin NBA Summer League play tomorrow at 11 Eastern versus Charlotte on NBA TV. Also Sunday, the Heat hosts the Orlando Magic 3 Eastern, also on NBA TV. Welcome to the Summer League with Eric Mika. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Over under 10 points scored for Eric Mika in his first in his debut Summer League game. I'll go under. 
Yeah, it's tough. I feel like there are 20 no, like, guys on the roster. Like eight or nine points would be fantastic. Jacob Brugman in the major leagues went one for four against the Houston Astros and picked up his first career stolen base. Thou shalt not. The A's host the Atlanta Braves tonight at 10 Eastern. And Daniel Summerhays is six under through 11. He's in third place at the Quicken Loans National. Did I not tell you he's on the cusp? He's going to win his first tournament this year. I really hope so because he's balling. And Zach Blair is three under as well, tied for 10th. Tees off at 1.32 p.m. Eastern time. So two Cougars in the top 10 so far. It's early, but it's day two. Good luck to those guys. Absolutely. Rise and shout. Time for What's Trending brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The number one most important thing in the importance of BYU football. Can we stress importance enough? During this conversation, we've had a good week. We've had a wide-angle lens week in terms of BYU football, their current role and status in college football as an independent. We have asked a lot of questions to a lot of different people about if independence is working and what's your favorite part about it. Would you change anything? Well, it all boils down to this, my friends, our Twitter question today. What is the most important thing to you in a BYU football season? Use the hashtag BYUSN. There have been some serious tweets. There have been some sarcastic tweets. There are a ton of options. It. Is it winning? Is it the schedule? Is beating it Utah. Is it bowl is game? It beating Utah. Yeah. Bowl game. Yeah, yeah. ESPN. All that. Like, what it's is it? so much. Cougar Tales. There. What is it? Yeah. Use the hashtag BYUSN. To me, the most important thing is winning. The record. BYU's record is the most important thing because, to me, winning 10-plus games – Probably means you beat Utah and you went to a bowl game. Maybe you won that. You get ranked. You've chronicled how 10 wins equals ranking 90-plus percent of Absolutely. the time for BYU football. To me, it's winning 10 games specifically, the record. Because within that, beating Utah, bowl game, ranking, all that matters. No conference. What are you playing for? You're playing for a ranking. At Glib Guy tweets in, beating Power 5 teams, including Utah. There are certain fans that feel like, well, I don't care what else BYU does, just end the losing streak to Utah. Because the Cougars have lost six in a row against yeah. the Utes, the most important thing this season now has become beating Utah. To me, I'm not – trust me, I'm BYU-Utah guy. I'm beat-Utah guy. No question. But that's not the most important thing to me in the whole season. I think it will certainly help the season. It will help you f- the way you feel about a season. One of the most underrated years in BYU football history was 1994 – where BYU went 10-3 and three and beat Notre Dame and Oklahoma. Holy cow. But did not beat Utah that year. Like, had they beat Utah, it would have been 11. But trust me, a 10-win season feels pretty good. At BYU underscore undefeated. Of course, that is a Twitter handle. Being one of the top programs in the country, for example, ranked in the top 15, BYU hasn't finished a season ranked in the AP Top 25 since 2009. 2011. Since the Max Hall rant. Yes. The, the curse. You, we've joked about this. The curse of Max Hall rant. So he goes on that rant. BYU hasn't won since. They haven't been ranked in a final AP Top 25 poll or beat Utah since that rant. Since that rant. Hmm. Now read into it how you <laughs> will there. Trust me, I, I <laughs> laugh pretty hard thinking about that rant, but I don't laugh when I think about the last six games against Utah. 
For me, the answer to this question is improvement. And I mean improvement in terms of winning more games. Okay, okay. I was going to say, be specific. BYU right now averages how many wins per season in Independence? That is our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Well, Spencer, in six years of Independence, BYU football is winning 8.6 games per season. I've said it. BYU is an 8.5 win program in Independence. You want to get that up to probably nine and a half. That's where you want to sit. Absolutely. If not higher, obviously. But if BYU is going to schedule the way they're scheduling, it's going to be tough. You're going to be in the eight and a half range. Okay, Brainiacs. How does BYU raise that number from 8.6 closer to nine or nine and a half? Play Hawaii so you have a 13th game, Spencer. <laughs> BYU has a chance to win, a legitimate chance to win 10 games this year for the first time since 2011 when Riley Nelson was the quarterback. Riley Nelson will join us today to discuss what's most important for BYU football in any individual season. BYU can win 10 games this year and that thus raise that number from 8.6 closer to 9. If you do that, you show marked improvement. The biggest sign of marked improvement is winning more football games. Amen! I know that college football is cyclical because guys graduate and you have rebuilding years and, and whatnot. But BYU has been very consistent in independence, winning eight to nine games, that's, right? And that's a great thing. Um, you could argue, okay, you look, you look to that team up north. They've had a couple of five and seven win seasons. but They had some BCS games in there. They've been nine plus as a power five team in the Pac-12. Like, that's pretty good. BYU's gone to 12 straight bowls, which is awesome. But it's not telling me the, the good part. It's telling me the not bad part. Like, not being a sub-500 team is great, but I would like more double-digit win seasons. If the cost of that is a losing season every now and then, that does not bother me because the highs are higher than winning eight or nine games a year. I want BYU to get to the 10-plus range because that means ranking. That means more relevance. That means, hopefully, increased opportunity in the future. Yeah. Like, when expansion comes, BYU will certainly be discussed. But if you're, you've been a top 25-ish team, you're at the forefront of the convo. It, it, there are a lot of things that go into it. Being a good football program recently, it can only help. It's not everything, but it can help. BYU is one of 14 teams with eight or more wins for five straight years. Eight is, to me, and we've discussed this, is the cut line for a good team. If, if you win seven games, you weren't that good. Seven you, games? You generally have to win eight. Eight plus, you're a couple games above 500. You're going to a bowl game. You beat s- some people. And BYU schedules, uh, yeah, eight, eight wins, solid. Want, solid isn't good enough for me anymore. BYU is better than solid, and the recruiting is good. The program's in a good spot. Kalani Satake has got to get to the 10-win mark at least every couple of seasons. to feel We're in the middle of the biggest 10-win in a season drought since the 70s for BYU football. So that's why a 10-win season needs to happen soon. A step forward is the most important thing to me, and I mean – Winning more games so this than BYU year. currently is averaging, which is 8.6 in independence. So nine again, would that be a step forward even though you play 13 games? I, Does that mean 10 this year for I you? I feel like 10. Be, and I'm throwing in the bowl game here, okay, because BYU finished 9-4 sure. and four last year with a bowl game win. If BYU can finish 10-4 and four 
whether they win 10 games in the regular season or 10 with the bowl game. I'll just, take it. It's a step forward, right? I'll take it. That's yeah. the most important thing to me because if BYU finishes 10-4, and four, most likely they're ranked for the first time in the AP poll in that final top 25 since 2011, and they have some positive momentum going forward. That's what's most important to me. What do you think, BYU Sports Nation? Use the hashtag BYUSN and tell us your number one important thing to you in a BYU football season. And I know there is that guy or those guys or those ladies out there that will say, well, wait, shouldn't we just take it one game at a time? I'm not a coach. Sorry. (laughs) Hit it. Countdown to the Viking. 57. 57 days away from game number one. Next game's most important. Prime number? Portland State. 57? No, 19 times three is 57. Oh. I knew you'd know the answer. That's why I asked. 19 times three? Uh Uh-huh. I never got past 12 (laughs) in learning all the multiplication there. I could do 13 times three just fine. 13 times four. 13 13 times five I can't do easily. I got to take a second. 57 is a tricky number, but 19 times three. So not a prime number. One is the loneliest number. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Beatles expert. And a redo by Filter. Uh-huh. At our Greenhouse tweets in, wins, especially against bigger teams, are most important. Winning is everything. Win. Thank you. Coming up, a Logan takeover of sorts on BYU Sports Nation, but not really a takeover. But not before BYU gunslinger Riley Nelson joins the show. What's the most important thing to him for a BYU football season? BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Ahern Rental. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It's Friday. BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Did you know on the BYU TV app you can access uh, classic games, including the 2011 Armed Forces Bowl versus Tulsa, the Red Alert play, the helmetless Matt Reynolds the amazing Cody Hoffman at the goal line, and, of course, Riley Nelson, who will join us coming up. Red alert to Cody Hoffman for the win. What a classic game. You can access that game and many others on the BYU TV app. What I've noticed about that is when you go back and watch a game, you think you remember, like, a game pretty well, right? All kinds of things. There are so many things like, oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Whoa, that was dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to go back and relive those. All kinds of classics and non-classics on the BYU TV app. Yes. What is the most important thing (laughs) to you in a BYU football season? That is our Twitter brain buster today. At Soda Coog tweets in, everyone plays and has a good time, which means we blow people out and beat Utah. I'm I'm not in the win by a lot category. I think that's really important, but I think the most important thing is just winning. Like, the the, the people that bring up, yeah, let's blow out. I'll, I'll win by one every game. I don't care the margin. Like, once you win, then you can get to the greedy option, which is blowing teams blow out. out you know? At Kugbaka with the tweet, I'm excited to see year two of Ty Detmer's offense. Based on player movement, I expect to see some changes. Hashtag more tight end plays. Absolutely. Tight end's always been crucial to BYU's success. I, I think in ju- just about every offense BYU's ever had. It- it's-, it's a guy in the middle of the field, closer to the line of scrimmage, an easier throw, a bigger target, a mismatch in some options, a, a-, a position BYU can recruit. Uh, super important. 
tight end, so much so that that position is the most important thing in a BYU football season? Well, when it's been really good in the past, it ranks up there, right? The last man to quarterback a 10-win BYU team was Riley Nelson, and he joins us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. His arm is warmed up. His vocals are also warmed up. Riley, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me on, fellas. What is the most important thing to you in a BYU football season? I know that's a loaded question, and it's a little bit vague, but I mean, there's a lot there for fans and for former players. Is it winning? Is it exposure? Money? Beating Utah? Cougar like, tails? Like what? Where does it rank for you in terms of like those importance rankings? It's, it's wins. Like honestly, I, I know that's a boring answer. Uh, there, there are maybe some subsequent answers. I think a lot of the other things that you mentioned um, contribute to those wins. But, I, I mean, ultimately, if uh, if there are people, if we get to 10 wins this year and there are people complaining because either the style of it or maybe we had too many games on ESPN2 or we lost to, you know, one of our losses happened to be to a team, you know, that we probably should have beat. Who cares? A 10-win season is a 10-win season. For, so, for me, it's wins, period. It, yeah, that that's the. It seems like an obvious answer, but it's not always because Riley. I feel like the fan base often celebrates the schedule more than how BYU fared against the schedule. Fair or unfair? I think your assessment is fair. I, I think that's that's definitely true. And the the problem is when you're a fan, there's so much emotion that's wrapped up into it, right? So like style points matter, uniform. Heck, I was talking with. I had a some a guy came over to me at lunch the other day and was like, "Hey, Kalani's real open to former players and stuff, right?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, the guy. You know, every time I text him, I get a text back. He's like, love the Royal Unis, but it's time to have all white with royal numbers. Like that was his biggest wish for this season. We could go all twelve, and he wanted white with royal number unis. So that's just kind of the nature of being a fan. You have to do it. But from a pure football standpoint, for the health of the program, it comes down to wins and losses." What is your favorite uniform combination while we're on the topic, Riley? You know, I was I was fortunate enough to be on the team that debuted the Blacks and the Royals. Now, I was I did start that 2009 game versus Utah is when we debuted debuted the Royals, and and those were sweet. But uh, I got to say, those Black games. Unfortunately, it was in a loss to Oregon State, but it was on ABC, a nationally televised game, and you know we played them tough down to the end, didn't come out with it, but. Uh, my favorite right now are the black. And then the, the addition, what we didn't have, we didn't have the chrome royal face mask. I love that. I can't get enough of that. There were some good jerseys. Absolutely. And I'm excited for BYU to continue, hopefully, down that path. We jokingly brought up the Max Hall rant against Utah and how that's cursed BYU in a way against Utah. Do you think there's something to that, a Max Hall curse from the rant? Uh, <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could blame it on that, but I think has, <laughs> or on him. I, I, uh, I think it has more to do with turnover margin. Uh, <laughs> probably first and foremost, and then second is that uh, you know we we struggle. We kind of struggled a few years. I think we're there now, but we struggled for a few years finding depth in the trenches where Utah had that depth and and we didn't. So and the fact that we turned the ball over, they were able to control the line of scrimmage slightly better than us. I think those are far bigger contributing factors than uh, than Max saying that he hates all youths. <laughs> Former BYU quarterback Riley Nelson with us on BYU Sports Nation. Follow him on Twitter at RileyNelson underscore. Okay, Riley, we've spent a ton of time 
talking about BYU getting to that 10-win threshold. It hasn't happened since you were the quarterback in 2011. Why is 10 the number for BYU football? Because it proves that we can beat quality opponents on the road. The only way that we're going to get to 10 wins, now it's nice that we have Wisconsin and Utah coming to Provo, but that still means that we got to go. Uh, is Boise at home or is Boise, Boise State's at home there? as well? Great home schedule, right? Oh, yeah, so there you go. It helps that we have those three this year, but that still means you got to get either Mississippi State on the road or um, – or LSU at a neutral site, which that's that's a tall ass. So yeah, that, that's a de facto reason, road game, though. I mean, it's in Houston. Yeah, no question. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you're right. It's not in Baton Rouge, but no question that that'll be a home game for LSU. We're you know they're traveling a matter of hours. They could easily bust there, and for us, it's a three four hour flight. So you're right, but but the reason why ten is so important because it is because it means that you got tough wins on the road, which I must say is a little bit different than it was in the Mountain West. I think in the Mountain West, you could have gotten the 10 wins without having um, to beat a quality opponent on the road. In Independence, um, 10 wins might mean a little bit more than it used to uh, because it's going to mean going in and beating a a high-caliber program at their place. Absolutely. I I think that, uh, you know, like a 9-win season for BYU now is equal to 10 in the Mountain West back in the day. And BYU's scheduling really tough. There was a conversation yesterday about Boise State's model for scheduling and how successful they've been, which I think is kind of what BYU did in the 80s to get to the point where they were. Um, and now BYU as an independent scheduling, scheduling really tough. Do you like where BYU's scheduling, which is yielding about eight and a half wins a year in independence? Would you like to see it back off just a touch to try and get above that 10-win threshold? So I think you measure it by who's closer to um, being included in the in, in the big in the Power Five. I mean, uh, unfortunately, that's the nature of college football right now is that it's a haves or the have not have nots, and uh, unfortunately, we're on the outside looking in. And so I think you have to objectively look at it. Is Boise State's model of winning ten you know ten games, maybe sneaking an at-large invite to a New Year's Six? and dominating Mountain West, is that getting them any closer to an invite from one of the P5 conferences than what we're doing? And I don't think there's a clear-cut argument either way. In fact, I would argue that our chance, uh, our ability to schedule more P5 opponents and to go to their place, and the, the nice, while we haven't had as many wins, we've proven that we can play uh, with those guys on that level. And uh, so, no, I, I don't think that they would back off. I'm always... And, you know, we my senior season was this one. People asked me about that. We lost. It was similar to last year, four games by seven points. Yeah, I combined seven points and all that. And, and this is the honest truth. I am so much more proud of the fact that we went up against, you know, number four Notre Dame at their place. Oregon State was ranked eight when we played them. Uh, unfortunately, we lost to San Jose State team, but they was on the road. They had finished 14th. In other words, we took our shot against some of the best that college football had to offer. It did the ball didn't always bounce in our favor, but I feel far better uh, having done that than had we p- played some patsies, gone eleven and two, um, but without any real test of our of our skill. Talking with Riley Nelson on BYU Sports Nation, we've talked a lot about the Furious Five: LSU, Utah, Wisconsin. Boise State and Mississippi State. Those five big games that you circle on BYU's schedule this year. Which game do you feel like is the most winnable of those furious five between LSU, Utah, Wisconsin, Mississippi State, and Boise State? 
I think it's Boise because uh, I think that our talent level, uh, I actually think where it might have been easy, even with Boise having watched them last year play uh, both BYU and Utah State. And, you know, I, Boise's on TV a lot, so I get to watch them. So I think they're the easiest because I actually think our talent level surpassed them. Also, we get them at home, and they are not the juggernaut that they were in years past. They continue to win football games, um, but just objectively, talent-wise, and as a team, they're not what they were. And then from there, I'd, I'd probably come down and say, next one is Mississippi State. Yeah, they're an SEC school, but I don't want to give them too much credit for that. I think that they're probably <laughs> still, <over. laughs> still has a little way to go. Um, then third, I'd, probably, I'd go Utah. Um, they're going to be a tough opponent, but, you know, it's the merry-go-round and offensive coordinator. We kind of know what we're going to get about Utah from Utah and the fact that we get them at home, I think, does that. And then I think we kind of go into a next echelon of, of talent that we're playing against. And then I'd probably go LSU 2, uh, Wisconsin 1. I think LSU might be a little bit more talented than Wisconsin, but early season games, you don't have as teams are still trying to find their identity. There's not as much tape. Also, LSU uh, has had some changes in their coaching staff. So I think we uh, got a little bit better chance at, at sneaking up on those guys. And then Wisconsin is just going to be really tough. That's the fourth or fifth game of the season. I mean, teams by that point pretty much are who they are. There aren't really a lot of surprises. And the tough thing about Wisconsin is that we have very similar styles, but I think they're probably, you know, five years in front of us from a depth and a recruiting standpoint. Vegas came out a couple weeks ago and said that they think Utah is a five-and-a-half win team this year. Does that mean BYU has to win this game given six in a row and Utah's probably down versus last year? Yeah, I, I think you do. I think, you know, unfortunately um, we've lost to a couple non-bowl youth in this six-game losing streak. We've lost to a couple non-bowl Utah ones. Here's the thing. If, if, if we happen to lose to Utah, we want to cheer for them to win every game, right? Because then that doesn't hurt our credibility as much. We lost to a, a truly formidable team. But a five-and-a-half win team, uh, you know, the Vegas is projecting right now, BYU's got to bank that. I, I think there's not that we won't recover from it, but we have to beat them. Now, I will say, though, I think that there's a little bit too much hype around the Pac-12 South. Yeah, USC will be good, but there's still tons of questions with the two Arizona schools and UCLA. So I think that uh, Vegas has given the Pac-12 South a little bit, of, a little bit too much credit and dinging Utah a little, bit, a little bit for that. I think they'll be better than five and a half, but I don't think they'll be a ton better, which I would agree with you that uh, that's a must win for many reasons. Riley, great stuff, man. Always a pleasure to talk with you, and uh, hopefully BYU is on their way to their first 10-win season since you were the quarterback. Yeah, man, I think it's going to happen. I think we're going to have a nice win against a solid program. I think we get one of those Wisconsin-LSU games, and then, like I said, I think uh, I give us an 80% chance of taking out Boise, Mississippi, and Utah. So that if we do that, man, this will be we're back. You know, we're back and we're making some serious noise for being included in, in not only uh, realignment, but then also in the conversation with a solid top 20 program. You have just lit the fire. You understand that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, man, don't shy away from expectations. <laughs> BYU football. Go high and go get them. BYU football schedule arsonist, Riley Nelson. <laughs> Good stuff. Riley, great to talk to you, man. Thanks, fellas.
Riley Nelson on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. He's talking like three and two, four and one against the Furious Five. You and I are like two and three. We'll take it right oh, now. I, I would take two and three against the Furious Five. How feasible is a winning record against those five teams? I would say it's less than 500. Because, uh, well, three of those are at home. Wisconsin, I hope BYU's in the game late and has a chance. That's my hope. And Riley Nelson just said, he believes Wisconsin is the toughest opponent that BYU will play all year. I do, too. More than LSU. Yes. We've discussed this on this very program. Ooh. It's on demand. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. What do you think, BYU Sports Nation? Your most important part of any football season. You get a fire. And tough opponents. Brian Logan will probably answer both of those questions next. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tecano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision live on a Friday. Check us out on BYU Radio, nationally televised on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere you feel like it. In fact, Riley Nelson just joined us. We talked about winning 10 games. What's most important in BYU football? Is Utah a must win? How will BYU fare against the Furious Five? LSU, Wisconsin, Utah, Boy State, Mississippi State. All of that. In that conversation, download the podcast or the app on demand. The BYU schedule arsonist, yeah, Riley Nelson. Yes, he lit a fire under the schedule. You need to listen to that interview <laughs> to understand what that is all about. Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines, Yahoo Sports ranks the BYU-LSU game in Houston at NRG Stadium as the 12th best non-conference game of 2017, September 2nd. Circle your, uh, your calendars if you haven't already. And if you have a calendar, yeah, get out a Sharpie, like a physical calendar. Yes. Yeah. Who has a physical calendar? Anyway? I have a Franklin planner. Um, in that list, how many were listed? Was it top 15? Top 20? Top 20. And BYU-Wisconsin was not on there. No, which surprised me. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. Eric Mika and the Miami Heat begin NBA Summer League play tomorrow, 11 Eastern time in the morning, versus Charlotte on NBA TV. Also Sunday, the Heat host the Magic at 3 Eastern on B- NBA TV, not BYU TV. Definitely not on Sunday. Jacob Brugman, <laughs> the first and only Jacob with a Y to play in the major leagues, went one for four against the Houston Astros last night for his Oakland A's, picked up his first career stolen base. Did the A's win that game? Who cares? It doesn't matter. The A's host the Braves tonight at 10 Eastern. Hopefully they lost. And Daniel Summerhays continues at the Quicken Loans National. He was top 10. Last time we checked, Zach Blair, three under through 10. Tees off. Or three three under. Uh, he's three under. He tees off at one thirty two Eastern time. Yeah, both of those guys in the top ten after day one. Let's hope they can keep it rolling into the weekend. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline is Brian Logan, former BYU football defensive back standout on a team that finished ranked twelfth in that final AP poll in two thousand nine. Brian, good to have you back on the show, brother. Well. With that. Okay, yeah, now we're, now we're rolling. <laughs> now, now we're going. Jokes from 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, we've been talking about the importance of BYU football and what is most important for the Cougars in any individual season. Where do you place your number one ranking on that list of important things? Um, i got to say uh, W's, man. But, um, I mean, obviously, that's kind of a, it's kind of like a duh, though. But um, I would say right now, with, with BYU being 
uh, independent, I would say it's, it's relevancy. Um, I mean, there's a huge umbrella, um, you know, that that term comes with. So obviously wins. But when you look at relevancy, it's, it's staying, you know, in the, in the media, uh, you know, win or loss. Um, you know, I think, I think when Tanner took over the offense uh, a couple years back, um, the Hail Mary passes, right? So, you know, excitement, uh, top 10 plays. Um, so, yeah, I mean, at, at, the, at the very end of the day, definitely it's, it's got to be wins. Um, but if you could stay relevant through hard times or even through good times, right? Um, relevancy has got to be, I would say, the number one thing. Yeah, if you don't win, you, you're just not relevant. And if you're ranked, you are definitely relevant. So that's one of the keys for BYU yep. football for sure. The reason we even brought that up is, is because this week we've been talking about independence, big picture. Is it working? Uh, what's, what's next? You know, all this conversation. But sometimes, Brian, it seems like when BYU schedules a big team, that the fan base celebrates the schedule BYU has more than how they fare against the schedule. Fair or unfair? Yeah, I would say so. Cause I'm, I'm right there. I'm right there with them, man. I mean, I'm a fan now, right? And I get to, to me um, as, as a fan, I get more excited about you know seeing who they're going to play. Um, you know, all the all the different Power Five schools. You know, the locations, all that good stuff. Um, and I don't really think about you know the past couple of years like, oh dang, we got smacked against that team. We didn't do good against that team. That kind of just goes out the window. So I would I would say that's fair, man. But shouldn't shouldn't the result of the game matter more than just setting up the game? Like how your date went should matter more than that the date was set up in the first place, right? See, man, that's a bad analogy. Only because the perfect I, you know, analogy. If I, if I if I say if I say I had a date with you know Beyonce, and but even though it went bad, Jay Z is coming after you, Brian. I'm sorry. I I still had that. I still had that date. You with still Beyonce. had a date with Beyonce. <laughs> That is, I still had that date, though. That is true. That's that a is pathetic, true. But that comes from a pathetic place. That's like, BYU scheduled <laughs> Alabama. Who cares how it, what happened? They scheduled Alabama. Losers speak Darum, this way. Darum, I would, I would agree with you, man. I just, I just said that that's, a bad, that's, a, that's a bad analogy. You just wanted a date with Beyonce no before don't, you got married. Don't, <laughs> don't use that, that, that dating analogy anymore. But you're, I, I think, Why, I think because you're right, it worked? Man, <laughs> <laughs> no. Did not work because I still had a day with Beyonce. So <laughs> I, I, would, I would say I would <laughs> I would say this though. Um, I mean, you, you look at you look at when who we played right when I when I was playing and who we scheduled. Um, you look, think about the the years back. Um, all the teams that were Power Five or like special. Um, I say I would say except for Florida State. It, we we still talk about Florida State, and I still have nightmares about it. Um, but that was that's I feel like the only loss that we still talk about, right? Um, as far as like the, the, the big hype surrounding um, a, a, a branded school, a P5 school. TCO9, you know, game day was here. That's one, too. Oh, yeah, that's another one. That was another bad night. Oh, yeah. But, uh, Come yeah. on, man. I, I got over that one, though. I'm still trying to get over Florida State. But, anywho, <laughs> um, you, you know, even, even the wins, though, right? You, we still go back and we say, look at these wins, no matter if, if that school was down. Um, if we, you know, knocked out the Heisman quarterback, it doesn't really matter. We still talk about that. So, you know, I think you're. I think you're right, man. It, it, you got to look at, um, you know, the the results of 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 who you're playing, right? Of, of that schedule. I think we ignore the present if we don't like it. So then you look ahead, exactly, because you want to you want to cope with what's happening to you. So if BYU wins those games, they're celebrated. If they lose, they're quickly forgotten in the pursuit of 
opportunity could, ahead. What, what could be positive. And yeah. I, th- I think that's natural. BYU has, for a long time, and this is largely because of what Bronco Mendenhall established, circled that 10 wins a season pillar, right? So for BYU and Independence, because the schedules are tougher, getting to 10 wins naturally becomes a more difficult process. We asked yesterday on the show, would you rather schedule more like BYU football's current model, tougher in Independence, which generally means more exciting games but less wins? Eight and a half, to be exact. Or take on Boise State's model, where it's easier and you have easier access to the New Year's Six typically win 10 games and get ranked, but the schedule's not as exciting. What would you do and why? I, I You know, I love the Boise model, man. I, I think I was preaching that the first couple of years of, of independence, but, um, you know, as, as, as we've moved on and we've kind of matured uh, and we, we're starting to see, you know, some, some of the fruits from, from being independent in, in, the, in these tougher schedules, I got to go with the tougher schedules, man. And, and it's not because of, the excitement, it really has to do with the base and the foundation of every single college program um, out there. And it's, it starts with recruiting. And you don't get guys like, like Fred Warner and, and Troy Warner that, that, that have offers from Oregon and SC and, and all these big-name schools um, without that schedule. I mean, think, think about that, right? There's no way in the world you're going to get kids um, that are going to come to BYU. I don't care if they're LDS or non-LDS. I'm, I'm really speaking to more of the LDS kids um, right now because those kids still go off to, you know, the Alabamas and, and these other big schools. Um, but this is an opportunity to, to capture those kids. And, and the, the issue, quite frankly, which we all know, is, is the, uh, the honor code, right? It's, it's different when you come here. And so, you know, kids grow up, you want to go to college, you see all the stuff on movies, you hear all the stories. And it's like, I want that experience. And, and right off the bat, they think, I'm not going to get that experience here at, at BYU. Um, but I do know if I do come to BYU with this honor code in place, it's going to help me to become a better football player, you know, better athlete, student, you know, husband, father, et cetera. And so, yeah, I can deal with that stuff if I can, uh, if, I, if I have a legit schedule. If I'm going to be on TV every week where I could, you know, all three of my girlfriends, excuse me, one of my girlfriends, if my girlfriends can see me, right? If my you know, cousins can see me. <laughs> I had to catch myself. When Beyonce can see you. you. Exactly. Beyonce, she's still going to be with Jay-Z, but she's still going to see me, and she's going to remember that date. Um, <laughs> but, 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 that's the, but that's the real reason right there. And, and I, I've said this multiple times, but it keeps on going, right, where, uh, you know, David Nixon uh, would come back and say, man, you guys got way more talent. I came back and was like, man, you guys got way more talent. Kyle and Ziggy are coming back now and saying, man, you got, they got way more talent than us. And it's because of the recruiting. Obviously, a lot has to do with the coaches, right? But that schedule, man, is so appealing. I don't want to go and play SC, uh, at, at USC and play all these Pac-12 schools when I can play multiple you know, P5 schools in, in, in different conferences. And certainly that factors into why fans celebrate the schedule because it... The schedule's great, don't get me wrong. ...brings in recruits, yeah. and it's just it's exciting. But how I, you fare should matter more, that's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Wins are the well, most I, important well, thing, for sure. I would, say, I would say this, though. I would say this, though. What, what is the end goal of every single program? I don't, I don't care if it's Utah State, right? It's not realistic. National championship. You know, and, and different programs... Well, win every programs game. ...programs at... Yeah. <laughs> yeah make, make it to a bowl game. No, I'm sorry. But look, <laughs> every single program out there in America, I don't care what anybody says, uh, if, if, if the coach and the AD doesn't have this goal of, of winning a national championship, they should not be in that position. 
at all. Now, you may not state that goal based off of the maturity of your and where your program is at, right? You you take you take uh you take you, you take it in stages and strides, but with 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 the end goal in mind, it's not being in a, a New York Six you know bowl at all. It's it's winning a national championship. And so, what are the things that you have to do right now to get to a national championship? And it's the first and foremost is get better recruits to compete with teams that are playing at the national championship level. That's just bottom line. And so how can I do that? How can I do that? Right. How can I, how can I find a way to compete with those schools on the recruiting level when I I have literally, you know, two hands tied behind my back, you know, one, I got a broken ankle and you know, I got, I got a blindfold over my eyes. It's it's gotta be the, it's gotta be the schedule, man. That's the most appealing thing that you can do. Um, You know, additionally with, with some other stuff on campus, you know, in locker rooms, et cetera, but, at the end of the day, man, that that's what helps you out the most. When you've upgraded your schedule, a la upgrading from a Honda to a Mercedes, you don't want to go back to the Honda, Brian, do you? You want to stay no. with the exciting stuff. That's funny because I had a Honda and I have a Mercedes now. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, thanks for the time, man. Great to talk to you. No problem, guys. Brian Logan on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. The, uh, a non-Power 5 cannot win the national championship. They'll go to a New Year's Six game. And I said that it's, yesterday it's, to Pete Futak. And it's he, win every game. And he said, well, I think Houston would have been there instead of Ohio State. No. I don't think. I don't no. Think so. and, and the car analogy is like the rental car on a vacation. It's a whole experience. Let's talk about don't that next. Don't brag about a rental car from your vacation. No, no, I'm not talking about rental car. I'm talking about buying cars. We'll talk about that next. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B on a Friday. This is your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. All of the interviews we do are on YouTube, by the way. YouTube.com slash BYU TV sports. So if you missed Riley Nelson or Brian Logan earlier today, you can go to YouTube in the next couple of minutes or uh, you know, in an hour or whatever. We'll have all these interviews up on YouTube.com slash Sports. Our Twitter question today, what's the most important thing to you in a BYU football season? We'll get to some more of your responses in a moment. But as promised, let's discuss my car analogy yesterday yeah, in I regard s- to scheduling yeah. like BYU as an independent, tougher, exciting games, but winning less versus more like the Boise State model where it's just – you have one or two feature games. and Different. Then you, you play in a conference. You take care of the rest, and you play in a conference. Yeah. And your access to the group of five is from the group of five is great. Okay, so you what, compared it to cars. So what I said was BYU's independent schedule is like buying a BMW. There's more risk there. They're kind of high maintenance. If something breaks, it's expensive. But if all goes well, you have fantastic the experience. ultimate yeah. driving machine, right? Yeah. It's an incredible experience, and you've experienced – the leather intricacies and heated and cooled seats and all of the bells and whistles that go along with I want to BMW. Point out that you have a BMW, so this is, <laughs> you're hoping that they hook you up with something. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's neither here nor there. Uh, Sacred fun, Spencer. But then it's like going. But if you were asked, and and I'm not, I wasn't saying that yesterday. I compared Boise State's schedule to a Volkswagen. Volkswagen makes a very nice car, and it can it's, be loaded. It's not in the same league. I get you. It can be loaded. It. It, can, it can have every option and be a really nice, expensive car, right? Yeah. But once you've driven the BMW compared to driving the Volkswagen, they're not 
the same. And I so I, you it, it would be hard to go back. Sense. It would be hard to be like, hey, go back to your really nice, efficient, good gas mileage, loaded Volkswagen after you've experienced the excitement of the BMW. Thousand percent. The BYU schedule is that's a fantastic analogy. But as I thought about it more, I thought about what the car in context of your life. So then I was like, oh, on a vacation, let's say you got a great car, right? That would be BYU's schedule. The vacation itself is the season. Or let's just say, zoom out even further, just your life. Okay. Is your life experience, like, how did your life go that year? It's more than that car, right? The schedule is the car. I, I would hope that you would, the, the most important thing wouldn't be that car. It would be the experience you had, a la how your games fared. So I feel you on the car analogy total, totally. I just think we need to be careful to not discuss the, how the game went more than scheduling said game. I'm kind of bothered by that idea. I love BYU schedules. I think they're fantastic. Don't get me wrong. They're awesome. But you want to drive on the Autobahn. But I want BYU to win 10 games. What is easier? Are, are we all in agreement that BYU getting to 10 games is more important ten, than ten not? Wins. Ten, sorry, 10 wins is more important than not winning 10? Obviously, yes. So what is easier? Recruiting better athletes while you continue to have the honor code, right? So you're getting a certain kind of athlete, and there are great athletes that want to abide by the honor code, and BYU's getting those guys. That's awesome. It's a little different, right? Or scheduling one less tough game a year. It's the schedule, and that's what I want. So that you don't look at the schedule and go, oh, shoot, there's like three or four losses on there probably. Because once you lose like a fourth game, you ain't getting ranked in all likelihood. we are prideful. Absolutely. We are prideful. The it's like, no, nah, we, yeah. we can hang with those guys week in and week out. The, the, the facts prove otherwise. The way that BYU has scheduled has been really tough. And there's some scheduling hubris. We won a national championship. We got a Heisman Trophy winner. Lavelle Edwards, baby. The, the best and worst thing to ever happen to BYU was winning a national title. Because of the expectation level. And it's great. Listen, I would rather shoot for the stars than shoot for the top of the trees. You could be New Mexico, and you're just like, hopefully we go to a bowl game. You just want to be undefeated with a less difficult schedule. No, I want to win 10-plus games, but I still want to be challenged. But just Just by one less less. tough game a year. That's it. Valid arguments. Where do you stand on it, BYU Sports Nation? While you think about that, get ready for a loaded Cougar Whip round to get you set for a big BYU weekend. Can I drive your BMW? Sure, yeah. Absolutely. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Welcome back to the show. Big thanks to today's guests, Riley Nelson, the last man to quarterback a 10-win BYU football team, and Brian Logan. If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. Yahoo Sports ranks the BYU LSU game in Houston as the 12th best non conference game of 2017. Pro Football Focus ranks Butch Pau the second best run stopper in the entire country based on his 15% run stoppage in 2016. The number one guys from Wisconsin will see both of them on the field in September. Okay. Cougars in the NBA. Eric Meek and the Miami Heat begin the NBA Summer League play tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Time versus Charlotte on NBA TV. Also Sunday, the Heat play the Magic, fighting Anthony Hardaway. It's 3 Eastern, also on NBA TV. 
Cougars in the major league. Jacob Brugman still playing for the Oakland A's with one for four in a game against the Houston Astros last night. Picked up his first career stolen base. Bruggy and the A's host the Atlanta Braves tonight in Oakland at 10 Eastern. Baseball. Keaton Craiglin had two home runs last night. Went two for four with an RBI. Well, he had to have multiple RBIs there. For the St. Cloud Rocks, Daniel Schneeman won for two as well against the Thunder Bay Border Cats. A home run, two RBI stolen bit. Border Cat? Really? Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> Cougars Thunder, the Thunder Cats. Daniel Summerhays. Yes, I did. Show the proper etiquette. Is six under through 15 holes played in the second round of the <laughs> Quicken Loans National. He's tied for third. LeBron. Zach Blair is three under, tied for 11th. Blair tees off today at 1.32 p.m. Eastern time. Good luck to both Cougars. Soccer. BYU men's soccer plays the Colorado Rapids U23 team tonight at Southfield. And again tomorrow, both at 9 Eastern time. Ashley Hatch and the first place North Carolina Courage. Play tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. Eastern against the fifth place Sky Blue FC. Ashley scoring a bunch of goals with that BYU Sports Nation karma. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. You need the most DexterLive.com. Jerem, who is so deserving on a Friday? Our guests, Riley Nelson and Brian Logan, both brought it today. Fantastic stuff from a couple of guys who are part of the 09 and 2010 teams together. Yes. Teammates. The BYU schedule arsonist, as Jerem dubbed him. BYU schedule arsonist, Riley Nelson, because he lit it on fire. And Brian, what up, Logan? (laughs) (laughs) What's the most important thing in a BYU football season is our Twitter question today. At Greg Rosenhan tweets, in entertainment, last season was so much fun. Even though BYU lost big games, I was entertained. also won. Some big games. And they did. Right. Yeah, that was fun. Absolutely. Beating Mississippi State in Provo was great. Our elite tweet of the day, at Kugbaka. Beat the Power 5 teams on our schedule and make a big national splash. We're expected to win the others. You want to challenge yourself, and BYU is certainly doing that. That's awesome. It's going to be a fun season. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. The show's on demand on BYUSN.com. Audio podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Michael Nay. Michael Nay. Michael Nay Nay. BYU Sports Nation back at it on Monday at noon Eastern. And did Brian... Does he really think he has a shot with Beyonce? No. Plus, he's a happily married man. That was a <laughs> conversation 10 years ago. It's all good. Have a great weekend, everybody. Go, Eric Mika.